Hi, podcast listeners. We are in the midst of a series right now talking about the finances of your business. Last week, we released an episode all about the terms and what they mean when you talk about the financial numbers. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm going to encourage you right now to pause and go back to that episode and then pick up right back here. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on a company, making the next right decision. of what you need to be doing on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis in the finances of your business. They are highly important things in each of those items, in those time areas that you must be doing. And if you aren't doing them, it will get way behind quickly and you'll be stuck in a place of daunting to do tasks that will pile up way too big to approach. Trust me, I have totally been there multiple times. Let's start with the implications of what not keeping up with your finances, because like I said, I've been there, and why it's incredibly difficult and stressful to get into that. Now, when you don't keep tabs on an understanding of your finances and all the different tasks that we're about to get into, it can become incredibly challenging to balance not only your finances, but also your responsibilities of your probably long list of to-dos like mine of everything else that you have working on. And as the one who is ultimately responsible for many things as the owner of the business, the priority of finances and many other tasks on your list kind of mesh into layers of importance, meaning they all are important. And so which one do I approach first? As creatives as well, finances typically don't come easy or they're just not desirable for us to get into. So prioritizing the small, important things that we do on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis will help keep your priorities in check, but also getting completed instead of just getting last on that to-do list because it meshes into everything else that's important. And because some of these things that are on a daily basis or weekly basis seem small and like there's not a lot of time dedicated to them because of the smaller amount of tasks that you have to complete, Sometimes they become that last thing on your to-do list and then five o'clock rolls around and you're like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. But it really needs to be done today because it's going to get really far behind if you don't do it. Now, before we get into these uh, specifics, I really want to encourage you to look into and start using QuickBooks Online if you haven't already. I talked a lot about it last week, but the examples that I'm going to share are directly from how I routinely handle our finances using QuickBooks Online. However, if you don't have QuickBooks Online, you can still certainly complete everything through other ways as well, whether it be through spreadsheets or another software. They're usually pretty universal. So let's start with daily tasks first. There's not a lot that has to be done daily, but there are a few. 
And the first thing that I do is I will log into our QuickBooks Online and I start categorizing all of the revenue and expenses through the integrated bank accounts we have set up in QuickBooks. This is all categorized using those chart of accounts in what I want to see in my P&L report. Remember, those are things that are things like uh, warehouse supplies and payroll wages and inventory assets and so many little things that we purchase for our companies. Then I'm going to assess our accounts receivable to gain a forecast of what I can expect to hit in the revenue in their bank account. Remember, accounts receivable are the things that our balances do on invoices and things that you can expect revenue-wise to hit your bank account. And I'm also going to do that alongside our accounts payable, which if you remember right, those are the payments with, that we have to make, whether it be payroll, rent of warehouse, uh, maybe it's your utilities, maybe it's some invoices that you owe. Those two things are interchangeable and it's important to have a quick glimpse of what is due this week and next to assess where what we need to um, kind of determine how we're going to make those payments and what those mean for the business. This all on a daily basis takes me about 10 to 15 minutes, sometimes five if it's a slower day. But if I go a handful of days without taking the time to actually go through this, it's going to take me 30 minutes to an hour if I do it all within one week. So if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it on a daily basis and get those things done versus spending an hour at the end of my week trying to get it all done in addition to what I'm about to go through, which is our weekly tasks. It doesn't seem like a lot. And you might be thinking, do I really have to spend five minutes? Maybe you don't. Maybe you do spend that hour a week. But in my world, it makes so much more sense for me to do this on a daily basis because I know that I don't have a lot of time on Fridays because I also have my weekly tasks and I have all the other things that if I didn't get to them earlier in the week, I want to make sure I get those completed by end of week. Now let's go into weekly and what you need to be doing on a weekly basis for your finances. Now normally I'm going to assess our accounts receivable and payable to forecast for the next week. Now of course we're doing this on a daily basis, but we want to be sure that anything that popped up during that week, we have a good plan of attack for next week. I'm also going to run a quick P&L report, which is a profit and loss report, to see what immediate changes I may need to initiate to assure our company is running smoothly through revenue and expenses in line with the budget I set forth for the year. Now, this usually takes me 20 to 30 minutes per week, and I will usually do this on Fridays, unless my Fridays are pretty busy. So sometimes I'll do this on Monday morning or even Thursday evening. But this takes just a handful of time, and when I'm doing it on a weekly basis, it really helps when I am looking at our P&L report to initiate any small changes that need to happen to where I can see, you know, we're maybe a little behind in revenue, or maybe we have a little bit more expenses due next week than I was expecting. And so when we look at this on a weekly basis, we can assess, okay, Maybe I need to push these quotes a little bit harder earlier next week in order to make sure that we can um, have a healthy bank account situation. So those are some of the things that I try to understand a little bit more. Now, monthly basis planning for your finances is really important as well. 
And I spend a little bit more time on the nitty gritty of what we spend and what we can plan for in the following months based on financial trends and year over year analysis. We're going to talk way more about analysis of your numbers next week in next week's episode. But I also run our tax report as we pay on a monthly basis. When you pay monthly, it's usually due by the 20th. So running this at the beginning of the month is going to help you plan for the amount that you owe in those accounts receivable, in accounts payable, in those assessments that you're doing later on in the month. So if you have payroll and taxes due on the same month and you had a really big month the month before, that's going to hit you differently than if you um, have it hitting at a different time. This usually takes me about 30 minutes to an hour on a monthly basis, and I try to do this at the beginning of the month. Now, when I run my monthly, quarterly, and annually, which is what we're about to go through, I tend to actually go somewhere else. I don't do this in my office with my team members. I try to get somewhere where it's quiet, whether I'm working from home that day or maybe I'm going to a lobby of a hotel. This just helps me focus and make sure I am um, having a clear mind while doing this versus being at the office where people are kind of walking in and out and all of that. Now, on a quarterly basis, it's important to look at the trends of the year over year and quarter over quarter based on history and current trends in the finances of your business. If you have learned anything in the last few years, the events industry can change so quickly. So staying in the know of these shifts in the market is really important for all areas of your business. Again, we're going to cover this in depth next week, but I just want you to know that this is a big time where we are going to spend way more time looking at the uh, trends and the shifts and the stats and all of that. I do want to note that on a monthly basis, I also pull in stats for marketing and sales. However, in the quarterly timing, I take the business stats as a whole from marketing to sales to operations to really give a deeper look into what's happening and what I need to do to position the company in a great place financially. I usually take an entire day or sometimes two to delve into these numbers. And it's important not just to look at your P&L report and not to just look at the finances of your business, but also take the marketing stats and the sales stats and the operation stats and what's happening in your business as well, because that's going to help you determine um, how you can set up your business for success in the next quarter. So for example, if the first quarter of the year people are booking within you know, a five or six day lead time. And then in the second quarter, you have a 14 to 30 day lead time. That's vastly different. And that's going to affect the finances of your company. And so if you know that information based on your marketing and sales stats, that's going to really help you set up for success. And to sum all of this up, let's talk on an annual basis. There are lots of analysis and in a strategic way that needs to be completed. And we're going to talk about that again next week. But I want us to remember that when we look at um, stats and we analyze, we can't get into this mindset of the common phrase analysis paralysis, where we're just looking at the numbers and we're kind of becoming paralyzed by the shock of the numbers. 
we have to use our numbers as a vehicle and a tool to make good business decisions. But on an annual basis, when we're looking at the numbers of our business, we also have other things financially to handle as well, such as 1099s and W-2s and so many other things that not only are important, but they also are timely. This can be incredibly time-consuming if you do not keep up with those daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks as we just talked about. In fact, and I know this because I've done it in the past, I have had to spend over a hundred hours and a couple years in a row of spending a hundred hours in a month to firm it all up, which ate away not only my holiday time, but also evenings with my kiddos because I had to make sure it was complete and I didn't do what I needed to do during the year. So let me tell you from experience, please make sure that you carve out time to get on top of your daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks so that when you get to the end of the year or the beginning of the year and you're putting together your budgets and your plans and all those things that we're going to talk about next week in strategy, that you don't get behind and take time away from your life as well. Now, like I've said multiple times, next week we're getting into the analysis and strategies you need to implement to your plan. So I'm going to connect with you next week on the Render Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would absolutely love to see your reviews on Apple Podcasts and what you're loving about this show so that we can do more of it. Always feel free to message us in our Instagram DMs as well, and we would love to bring in an episode that you might need to hear about the future of your company. All right, friends, I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.